right. All right. I'm gonna let you know. All right, boom. So we live on yeah. Hustle Smarter Facebook. We live on Hustle Smarter YouTube. And we are also live on my personal page. Let's go uh, normally, what is it? 543. Let's go like three, five minutes. Everybody get their yeah. shares and stuff out. And then yeah. we go from there. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm about to do that right now. Chris, your picture's messed up, bro. He not even there. He ain't sitting there. So everybody, I'm about to do my shares right now. How everybody doing today? That's tuned in. What's happening? We live. What's up? You know, what's up? Like we a little late as usual, but you know, we here. Um, you know, the millennial loan officer got a tight schedule, so we just happy to have her here with us. Um, go run through, run through it real quick. Not real quick, but real good. Uh, get your pins and pads out. We got some questions for her to help her help us get the gems and the word out on housing. A lot of times yep. we talk about certain things and sometimes mine are opinionated, but it does stem from facts. But she actually is in the grind every day, doing houses, selling homes. Every time I look up, cleared to close, it's her again. Uh, so <laughs> it's only right we name this joint cleared to close with the millennial loan officer. Um, and if you're looking at the screen, I'm excited. I might be excited more than anybody else because we're both from the great city of Florence, Magic City, 843. 843. You, okay. know, you know what I'm saying? So it, small town, big dreams. We've been waiting on these days since we were 16, but I ain't gonna drop no bars yet. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> but look, we're gonna make these shares. Chrome, you're gonna get it started with the intro and everything, right? Yeah, I'm locked and loaded, ready to go. Let's go, Eric. Look, we already look, look, we brought the millennial loan office out. We ain't never yeah. had 10 people as soon as I turned on Facebook, boy. We <laughs> oh, we already 10. Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go. So we start off every interview the same. Just want to introduce yourself. Let us know who you are, what you represent, what you stand for, what you do, and what, what you're gonna bring to the podcast today. All right. Well, first I'd like to thank you three gentlemen for having me on today. Um, it's a privilege to be here and share a little bit about the mortgage industry and a lot more about what we as well, what myself and other women contribute to the world today. Well, basically, my name is Shakita Price. Um, I am from Florence, but I am a native of Lamar, South Carolina. Um, I did, however, graduate from the greatest school in Florence, Wilson High School. Wilson, you. Okay. And so um, just a little bit about me. I have my undergrad degree in political science and I have my master's degree in social work. Got my undergrad from Coastal and I got my master's from um, USC in Columbia. I also served six years in the military. I, um, I am a mortgage lender and I've been voted the number one mortgage lender of the PD in 2021. So I'm looking to do the same thing this year, 2022. Um, I have my own mortgage branch in um, Florence, South Carolina, but I am able to service the entire state of South Carolina, North Carolina, Texas, and Georgia. Um, let's see how I got into real estate. Um, I purchased my home. When I purchased my home, I was already like really good as far as like financial literacy, um, knowing about credit and different things like that. So I've always been like a smart person. And so I had a business where I did like credit consultations to educate people about credit and to help them restore and maintain good credit. And so that's kind of how I got into real estate. Um, and so once I got into real estate, I'm not gonna say that it was easy, but you have to choose your hard. Do you want it to be hard not being able to succeed or you want it to be hard, you know, why you are succeeding. And um, other outside of real estate, I also have a business called Price Professional Services, where I offer affordable services 
um, like people that are looking to improve their quality of life. A lot of times, you know, we go to jobs and we work those jobs where we are underpaid and overworked. So with my business, I offer resume services for as little as $60. So we revamped their resumes. And if you guys check the reviews on my business page, you will see that every time someone um, gets a resume from my company, they have over 510 job offers. That's how I didn't realize that, you know, I didn't realize the quality that we were providing until we got such good reviews, but I maintained the cost to be at $60 because I want it to be affordable. My target group is to help people that look like me, people that are maybe living paycheck to paycheck. So we leave it at $60 so we don't hit them over the head. I also have a nonprofit called Ladies Divine and Shine. I've had that for seven years where my organization, we partner with other community service organizations as a community, and we do several different back to school events, Halloween events, our next upcoming event is going to be April 16th, um, an annual Easter um, Easter giveaway, and so we're going to be having that. Um, we're going to be having that event in Florence as well. And you good? Anyway, and I have I don't know what else I got, but I got a women's empowerment brand. I have so much that I do. So just to learn more about me and how I can be an assistance of you to anybody, you can go to my website, shakitaprice.com. And it has all my different businesses, my biography, if you guys are interested in learning more. You know, at this point, we kind of end the episode the way you just started. We normally <laughs> right. Hey, I ain't got no more of the eggs. <laughs> hey, bing, 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 bing. Oh, yeah, man, that was fire. So yeah, I mean, no, hold the applause. Right. The, the introduction is fire. Yeah, um, a one, huh? A one. Yeah, that was so, hard. Yeah, definitely. That was hard. See, because when we was writing out the questions, you know, I'm the only one who probably you know really really know you. So I was like, well, we missed a lot of questions. She got a lot of businesses. We don't want to. We don't want to negate that fact. Um, you did bring up uh one thing. You said you got to pick your heart. And when I heard that, I was like, that's crazy. Because I'm in sales too. And like you said, uh, in my other, my real job is either you have the heart of trying to find people in hurting or you find the heart of you dealing with too many people. I'm going to choose the mm -hmm. latter. Um, and, and I think people don't realize how hard the work truly is. But go ahead, y'all. Y'all go ahead. They got the questions. I, I'm always, you know, I just do me. But go ahead. Okay. So I like a plan. It's on CEO. All right. So uh, crazy resume. It was, it was definitely uh, worth something listening to. Hope y'all listening out there because that's a hell of a resume. So uh, let me ask you a question. So tell me about the challenges that people encounter when you know trying to purchase their first home. Um, so a lot of people, um, their credit credit is the number one. Um, I would say the number one challenge with people purchasing a home. But when clients come to me and you know they have challenges with their credit. The only thing I'm thinking about is a solution. And so I have a system for them. So if you come to me and you say, I want to buy a house and your credit isn't there, I immediately partner you with one of my sister and companies where it's only $60 for a credit consultation. So all you have to do is pay $60 and we'll provide a full, uh, a full assessment of your credit report um, will be reviewed and you will be provided the steps to improve your credit score. The thing about it though, a lot of people want a quick fix. They right. want repair. So with credit repair, that means that you're repairing something. So I always tell people to think of it like this integrity. Integrity is doing the right thing when no one is looking. So the reason why I 
The reason why I bring it up is because. Ours. <laughs> no, listen, seriously, I've had clients in the home buying process. Right. And they had collections that they disputed. The collections was gone. And before we closed, the collection came back on their credit. Okay. Mm. So what that means is you've paid this company $500, $1,000 to probably get started. And then you pay them a monthly fee to dispute stuff over six months. You've just spent three to $5,000 over six months to fix your credit. And now you're in the home buying process and the collection that you disputed is back. So now you're not getting your house and your money that you spent is going to waste. And so I recommend sign up for a credit consultation. With a credit consultation, we provide you, well, with a credit consultation, you're provided letters that you will have to send out. They're already pre-typed up. You put your information in, you send it out. It's not a monthly subscription. You pay $60 one time. So people, oh, $60, thought I was gonna send this. No, you're paying $60. You need to be accountable and keep up with your own stuff. And anyways, why would you want somebody to fix your credit? Your credit is already messed up because you're not educated about credit or you made the wrong decisions. So next go around, now you're doing an assessment and you're being walked through the steps to restore it. Now, if your utilization get high, you say, oh, you know, I talked to that lady and they said, keep my utilization below 30%. My statement is about the end. Let me go ahead and pay that. Now, if you have somebody fix your credit, they're not going to walk you through the steps to be able to maintain. They're just like somebody do your homework. Now you got to take a test and you can't pass. But anyways, just in a nutshell, um, with my team, we have a system that we make sure that we partner you directly with someone that can help with your credit. And it's affordable. It's only $60. Now, if you don't sign up, then, you know, I have a really... Um, I have a, a large clientele, so I'm not chasing people down to pay sixty dollars. Right, right. Okay, so and the money you talking about, like a deposit and earnest money, that's the money that when you say you lose your money when you can't close because collections came back. That's the money you talking about, the earnest money and deposit money they put down towards the house. Right. Okay. So no. So no and yeah, but this will take us into two things. Okay. So when you lose your money. Um, I'm saying like if you pay three thousand dollars for credit repair, mm, you okay. lost three thousand dollars. Okay. But um, with the earnest money, if you are denied financing, depending on what realtor represented you and how they wrote your contract up, you are able to get your earnest money back with a denial letter. If your realtor writes your contract up and your contract is contingent on financing approval you can get your money back but that depends on how your realtor write it up i work with impeccable realtors so i'm not going to refer my client to anybody that you know not going to write their contract up where i can trust them so i have not had any clients that um you know contracts drop you know when i had to do income and things like that i've had haven't had it i've ran into it don't right. get me wrong and i stay up all day and night night to fix it especially if i feel like it was something that i could have did differently to not have the client risk and not getting approved so but for the most part you know i i when that collection came back for that client it was two days before christmas and I mean, we worked through it through the 23rd all the way to the 3rd of the new year. 
and we got it removed, but it was not easy. And I didn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I just, we just kept tussling with right, it. Right. Okay. That's tough. Didn't quit on them. You did not quit on your people. That's fine. Mm -hmm. um, go ahead, Chris. Well, after we get offline, we need to talk uh, about your credit services because ultimately at Hustle Smarter, we've been, uh, added on the Hustle Lounge podcast. But Hustle Smarter was the initial business before we brought out the podcast. We do credit consult, we do financial consultations. Not so oh. much credit. I'm not a credit repair person, um, but I'm also a budgeting help you. I, I can help you out before the letters in part. I, I know about it. I just never really touched it that much to really be proficient with it. And I would rather outsource that to someone who's a professional at it, because ultimately my specialty is budgeting, whether you're trying to get out of debt or budgeting, if you're trying to build wealth, investing, marketing, et cetera, et cetera. So now that's dope. We know we're going to lock in forever, uh, but go ahead, Chris. Thank you um, for that answering Colin's question. For those who listening, really, really take a look in, in the mirror before you go bother somebody. <laughs> really, no, for real, like if you can't spend $60 to help yourself, like don't hit me up, bro. Like straight up. Straight up. That's just on the business side of things. That's on life. That's on life. Like like you give people game and they don't want to spend the money to help themselves. They want you to do the work. But you know what's crazy, bro? They wouldn't spend hundred twenty dollars for some J's or something, yeah. or some Air Force ones, and but they don't want to pay six dollars to get their credit on track so they could get yeah. the credit they want. Hold and on, real like, quick, before he asked the question, bro. Nobody really tripping on Air Force ones, bro. They ain't all white. People don't want to. They don't want to pay the sixty dollars. Sometimes I have clients come. They be like, "I want a house. I'm not." I'm, I'm in a house and I'm letting you know right now I'm not paying any money. <laughs> That's like the like, man. So so what, what's your response when they say that? Yeah, well, how do you respond to that? Um so, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just, <laughs> so I'm, I'm working on um like I used to have like I'm more assertive now, but I used to have like an aggressive um response. Like people will say something, I'm like, okay, I don't know who they talking to. Like, but like I learned that that's shifting my energy. So I'm going to take control of it. So I'll tell them like, you know, hey, you know, my team and like, I, we would love to take care of you. However, you do need to have at least this amount saved. If you don't have this amount, maybe we can revisit your file later in the future. Because yeah. I, I can't, I, I, I have too many other battles to be fighting with paying clients and people who really want to make something happen i don't even want to waste time on clients like that i don't want to i want clients to come to me they're open-minded and they're receptive if you come to me and say i'm letting you know right now i'm not paying no money you know Well, you know, ultimately, I think ultimately, I mean, that entitlement phase goes across all spectrums of life, right? Um, and, and like I said, I don't want to go too deep into it, but I recruit, you know, for the Air Force. That's my real job. And we have the same situation where people come in like, hey, this is what I want to do. This is all that I'm going to do. And if this don't work out, I'm leaving. I'm like, all right. And I had to learn, like you said, I was very rude at first. I, you like using the word assertive. I just keep You it said real. very rude at first. You're still rude. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> But I mean, I, I'm, with, I'm with Shakita. I don't have time to play with people. So it's, it's more so like, listen. You came in, you're fresh out of high school. You have nothing to offer us. This is a job interview. This is your scores. This is what you qualify for. I understand you want to play in the NBA. I did too, but it's not going to happen in here. So, you know, and like you said, before I waste my time and go back and forth, because there are times where, you know, 
Um, people do get rude and they start feeling themselves. Like we don't owe anybody anything, and especially you in the home mortgage. We like home mortgages. Sometimes there's people who lived an entire lifespan who never even purchased a home. And you got 10, 20 clients who are doing everything, whether they have some issues that they need to fix, whatever the case may be. Why would you waste your time on somebody who's probably not serious anyway? And it's like commensurate with uh, when people do things on Facebook and they in the comments, right? And all these comments, you don't even you don't even live that life to be in that situation, even have that conversation. Um, right. And the thing that they do is um, I've helped people. They came. They was not ready. I help them get ready to purchase a home down to assisting them with how to file their taxes. Cause a lot of people that are self-employed, they don't file their taxes the right way. They think that they are beating the system by writing everything off and they're not beating the system because when it's time to purchase, you wrote everything off. And so, no um, now you don't even have the income to qualify. And a lot of times people can have a full-time job and then they have, uh, uh, a business as well. And so when you file your taxes with self-employed and when you write everything off and you go into the negative, now that subtracts away from your regular W-2, W-2 income. So say you make 60,000 a year and then you have a, a self-employed business and you write off that your business, you did negative 10,000. Well, now your income is no longer 60, it's 50. They don't understand so, that though. Hey, say that one more time, run that back. Me. Yeah, they, they don't understand that. And then, but the catch is you only have to show your tax returns if you're getting down payment assistance. So if you come, oh, Ooh, oh shit. Um, I want down payment assistance, right? Yeah. And I said, okay, we'll see if we can do that. We'll see. Because there's so many stipulations with down payment assistance, your debt to income cannot exceed 45. So let me explain that really quick. Your debt to income is your total monthly bills divided by what your gross income is. So when I say explain it, with FHA normally, you can go up to a 56. So you might be approved for $250,000 with a regular FHA loan. And you like, yeah, I want me a four bedroom, this, that, and a third. Now, where we're at, where I'm at in Florence, South Carolina, you can get a four bedroom for probably 250. Depending on the state, you're not going to get that. So I'm giving you an example. Somebody pre-approved for 250. Okay, cool. And they're like, yeah, I want down payment. So now your pre-approval amount is dropping to 160,000. You're not getting 160,000 dollars loan with a four bedroom for four bedrooms with 160. No so way. you're going to give up something to get something. If you want to call the shots, you need to have impeccable credit and you need to have your own money saved for your down payment. Because if you come in, I want down payment, I want a four bedroom. Okay, a four bedroom, you got to be approved for 250. You're not approved. You're approved for 250, but you got to put your own money down. Oh, well, I don't have the money. Okay, well, which is more important to you? Do you want down payment assistance or do you want a 250 home? Because right now you can't, and, 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 and that's where I get with people. I talk to them, okay, and then once we get into that complaining mode or that mode to transfer your emotions onto me, I say, okay, what are we going to do here? These are the options. What yes. are we going to do? And so, you know, the clients that get it, get it. And the ones that don't, I mean. Hey, you keep it pushing. Yo, that's Straight crazy. Up. So I'm, I'm just so glad you're here because my counterparts think that I'm crazy because I talk and I handle business the same exact way. Like, I'm not here to play with people, bro. This is what it's going to be. And like you stated earlier, you said it best. We can't, we can go back and forth all day. These are your options. One, two, or three. 
And the third is you getting out of my face. So you can take one or two or you can leave. And that's really how you have to be. And if you're listening right now, that's how, that's how you have to be in business period, whether you're selling, a, you know, cause business is two things. You're selling a product. I mean, you're selling a product or you provide it, you're selling a good or you're providing a service, right? Mm-hmm. So you're doing one or the other. And you have to understand that that's just, people are always going to be people. So you're going to have people who are just going to call you because they remembered you from high school and they don't have no ambitions of purchasing a home. They want to waste your time. And that's what frustrates me because here we are on these platforms giving you at least an hour of every question that you could have is if you're not ready. Uh, before I was ready to do on any house that I ever purchased, I had done countless hours of research because I know that person. I'm in sales too. So I understand the, the the grind and the hustle that comes with it. Like right now, yeah, we in the pandemic or whatever they call it right now. So homes are at an all time high. Um, and I think, and I, let's go to this question since it's already popped in my head, if y'all don't mind. Um, but you were selling houses before the pandemic, correct? So this is interesting. And so I officially got licensed March 2020 and April. So soon as the pandemic happened, March 2020 and April 2020, I had my first. So it was 30 days later. I had my first. And it was a challenge when I got started because there was no training. So what ended up happening when the pandemic came, interest rates went down. I purchased my home in 2019. My credit score was above a 700 my interest rate was a 4.75 with the VA loan. So right now, we're, hold on, right? 2017, just, just I, I want to give everybody these timestamps. We 2017, y'all, VA loan, which means her stuff was great, but go ahead. 2019. So 2019, the year before the pandemic, interest rates was at 4.75, That yeah. was the year before. And hey, so following that year, hey, I'm on the live right now. I got license, rates went down. And so when I say they went down, they they went down from like the 4.75, they dropped the twos. So, um, hey, bro, you're not on mute, man. Yeah, mute mute your mic. I don't think he can hear nothing. (laughs) I'm gonna keep talking because we're gonna. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna listen to this conversation. Go ahead. But anyways, rates went down significantly. Like rates went down. And just think about this. If you busy, right? Yeah. And money is flowing and you busy, you don't have time to stop and tell somebody what to do. Buddy, I got somewhere to go and get out of the way. Right. I ain't got time yeah. to stop. And that's how I felt. I got license. I knew nothing. And so my leadership, nobody taught me nothing. They didn't tell me how to do a loan. I didn't know nothing. All I did was took my test. But when you actually have to learn the software, it's right. very different. And so, um, but, you know, the pandemic was, it was a game changer because it was so many minorities. We were able to get, you know, purchase homes. And what even better what happened um, that following year on June 10th, Juneteenth, they changed the guidelines. So, with conventional, that's if you have really good credit score, people normally a seven hundred dollars they get conventional. They can use income-driven repayment schedules. That means that they use a zero-dollar payment for their student loans. In our community, student loans hold up a lot of us up from getting approved for homes. And you know why? Because most of us don't have 700 credit scores. We have 600s. So we're only eligible for FHA loans. And with FHA loans, they was charging 
1%. FHA will not allow you to use an income-driven repayment schedule. But most people that do FHA are Black people. Mm-hmm. And with conventional, you have to have a 700 credit score. Most people that have a 700 credit score, they're white. Exactly. So that's what's indirectly indirectly affecting us from purchasing home. It was making us ineligible. But on June 19th, they changed it to a half of a percent. And you can use an income-driven repayment schedule as long as the payment is more than zero. So I have clients calling it. They pay me at $5 a dollar or 10. Mm-hmm. So I guidelines. And so now I've been able to help. I try to help everybody, you know, like minorities, majorities. I help everybody get a house. You know, most people that come to me, they look like me, you know, because they trust me. But mm-hmm. now it's so many different ways to get us approved. Now, interest rates right now, we'll jump into that. Interest rates right now are in the fives. Interest rates now are higher than they were in 2019. Mm. So even if you have a 700 credit score, you're still going to say pay some type of discount point. Now, let me be clear. When your mortgage lender say you have to pay $2,000 for this rate, that money does not go in my pocket. That is what the federal government is charging to lend that money to the mortgage company, which the mortgage company, when we lend it, that's just what our numbers are based off what the federal government is charging us to lend the money. So the reason that rates are going up so much is because they're trying to um, adjust inflation. So they're trying to adjust the inflation. So that's why rates are skyrocketing and they're going to keep going up. Mm. You ready to answer the question I already had. Yeah, we're about to come with all the questions on the interest rates. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So basically, do, 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 do customers wait? Cause we like we could compare this to the used car market or the or getting a car right now. Like anything in life right now, bro. Everything in yeah, life, anything used in car, life, like semi trucks, semi trailers. I mean, only thing that's staying, even food is crazy right now. So, I, I mean, me personally, I'm gonna let Shakita answer. That. I'm a, me personally, you can't wait. What are you waiting for? Nothing's gonna change. It's gonna keep going up at right now. Everybody has proven that with the high prices, the high gas, the high everything, people are still making it. So right. you got to think in a big government aspect and nothing against the government, but they greedy, right? Mm-hmm. So they want to get bread. And if everybody is still living and doing everything they're doing with the prices rising, why would they stop? That's bad exactly. business. We have, yep. to, we have to stop looking at the government as like some saving grace. I don't know what the hell people look at the government as. I look at it exactly for what it's for. A Fortune 500 company who don't care about nobody but themselves. So mm-hmm. if you, and, and I think that's the biggest thing we have with the interest rates. Like I said, volume one episode six interest rates was 2.5 so i had a 700 for years and, and as shakita stated i bought my first house in 2014 at that time uh interest rates for if you got four percent in 2014 you was the man i mean you had great credit you had everything together right i bought the second one at three and a half three and a half percent it don't sound like a lot but when you do that mortgage calculator and really see how mm-hmm. much you're paying three and a half happens that's yeah and so I wasn't going to buy a house here at all. I said that numerous times till I realized that because here the, the sticker price on these houses are expensive because it's the East Coast, Upper East Coast. Right? Yep. But mm-hmm. the interest rate allowed me to actually get a house here because ultimately I'm not paying these prices they charging for here. I don't live in a great location. I live in Delaware, bro. This is not Miami. This is not prime real estate. You know yeah. what I mean? But the interest rates allowed me to put my, my, my personal bias to the side and say, let me capitalize. 
right? Mm -hmm. So you have to think now, and this is what I don't want to get too deep and steal your shine, Shakita, but we have, you, to talk, I, this, we have to talk about offense versus defense because ultimately right now, and I, I wrote that post the other day, or I seen that post, I am in a position to charge whatever I want for rent when I leave because I was able to get this home at the lowest interest rate possible. So for somebody with a big size family who wants a five bedroom, they have to pay at least, I'm going to say 6% in two years, right? I ain't, I ain't pay 6%. But I'm going to make 300% on the rent because of I go just going with the market. That's not even being greedy. That's not even being greedy. Right now, present day, I can rent my house out for three grand a month. And I don't even pay half of that mortgage. But I can I can rent it out right now for three grand a month today due to the market. This is not me, no greed. This is the market. So mm -hmm. you figure two years from now, come on, stop playing with me, man. Like mm -hmm. I ain't started that far. You gotta get to the bag. When did you get your house? I, I bought it uh 2021, January. Uh, yeah, so like seriously with my house, my mortgage payment is less than a thousand. And that was a new bill. There's taxes and insurance and everything. And I have an acre of land. And um I I could get about two thousand dollars right now in my house if I was to rent it out. And then you know, like selling my house too with equity and things like that. But back to you guys' original question, I the people that waited, the, the people that waited, like, I'm happy I got my house when I did because I don't have the type of patience to be submitting multiple offers and, oh, I didn't get it. Or, like, they chose somebody else. So, yeah. I, for me, I would have said, screw it. I ain't getting no house, right? Which would have been a horrible decision, but I know that's what I would have did. And, but now, the other people that are on the other side, I'm going to tell them, don't wait. Keep going. Because people that was pre-approved for 250 last year, now they're only approved for 150. When you could get a four-bedroom at that, now you're only getting a three. So now the interest rates are going up. Your buying power has lowered, and the home prices has went up as well. And so if you wait, it's only going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Because you ain't better. But I do think that's what what's going to happen. I don't. I'm not sure when. But I think that there's going to be a time that comes when houses are going to be sold for less than the um, less than their value amount. And the people that got the money is coming in to purchase. It's happening. So for me, I already got a house. So for me, it ain't no need for me to go out there and play around. Oh, let me get an investment property. Let me do this, which I wanted to. But it really ain't no need for me to do it right now because I can sit and stack my money because the time is going to come mm -hmm. when some people is not going to be are not going to be able to keep up with the inflation. People have poor money management skills. You know what I'm saying? People don't have their paperwork in order. If, if somebody died or a family member or different things, it's just a hot mess. And so if you got your money together, you know, opportunities go, opportunity is going to come. I'm not sure. I, I doubt the market is going to crash, but it's, it's going to be, it's going to get to a point where it's a lot of homes that's being sold less than, you know, the value of that home. Yeah. I, and I, and you're in the market. So I'm real big in the real estate. I'm, I'm all about it. So I'm like you though. I'm not, about to go crazy to go get her because a lot of people make moves based off of what they see on social media. So could I go buy a three plex or a four, a, a, a four plex or a duplex? Sure. But 
Why? The price about to drop real soon. So yeah, you about to be looking real crazy. I have no that. reason to move fast, but what I'm going to do in the time while I'm waiting for the market to drop, and I do have problems right now. I got an itch to buy another old school and my old lady want a new car. So I am trying to fight those urges because I need all that capital because I need to come to the, the millennial loan officer and say, I need, I got 20,000 to put down. I want that fourplex on Irby street. You know yes. what I mean? I, I Not that the old school going to put me out the game, but once you start putting that money in it, it don't stop. So I think that's the importance of everything we say. And I'm glad that you as a professional in that field, I study the game just like I'm, I'm I study the game. Like I'm about to go play the NBA the next day, but that's how mm-hmm. I study real estate. I know that within the next year or two that, them prices are going to be real sweet. Yeah, they can't, they can't sustain where it's at for so long. And everybody yeah. thinks that this market is going to have a crazy crash. It's not. It's no. really going to be the what they said a long time ago. The rich is going to get richer and the poor is going to get poor. There's never no, going to be a time. Where... With the peas. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I said the wrong side. I'm going to be on the opposite side. I ain't going to be. I'm going to. The market is going to help make me richer. Like exactly. If I didn't have a house, I would go and buy a house. So consumers, house shopping, get you mm-hmm. a house right now. You get a house don't, now. Don't wait. Yeah, don't wait. Don't I will wait. tell you right now, and I'm I'm real. I'm not big on telling anybody to do anything, but buy a house right now because it's at five point three. I think I looked earlier today. It's going to be just like we had astronomical lows. We're about to have mm-hmm. astronomical highs. Exactly. And those interest rates are going to hit that eight percentile range. I promise you. Right. So don't wait. I don't know what you're waiting for. You're waiting for what? Get it now at five percent and just be mad about yeah. getting it at five percent because you was always told it was going to be three. Right. right. Yeah. And that's why the sharks eat. The sharks people- eat because of that. Go ahead. And a lot of people be spending their money too. Like I had some people that was pre-approved like December, November, and they were just like so upset that, you know, they couldn't find a house. And then like more houses are becoming available now because the market is still, you know, it's still hot, but it is more houses that are starting to become available. It's kind of a little easier to get it. But we call those people back. They, oh, well, I, I spent the money. Um, I didn't. Why you? What? Yeah, what? like we, like you ain't serious. Right. You ain't serious. And then I, I want to say too, like when you talking to your mortgage lender, right, and they tell you lock in the price, lock it in because they say, oh, it might change, it might fluctuate day to day, but you don't know if it's gonna go up or go down. So you might as well take it while strike while the iron is hot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and lock it in because you mm-hmm. don't know the next day, next week, it could go up, and now you you looking stupid. One thing yep. for sure is that the market is in a frenzy. The, the world is in a frenzy. Capitalize where you can capitalize. I'll tell you right now, do I ever want to pay 5% mortgage? No. Hell but no. If I leave Delaware and that's what the cost is, I'm going to pay the cost because you got to pay the cost to be the boss. To be the boss. Hey, hit that, bro. Hit that, man. <laughs> Everybody want to be the boss till it's time to, you know, for them invoices to come in. Because I tell you yeah. right now, when I leave Delaware, which would be in about a year and a half, two years, I don't, I'm not even looking at interest rates. I'm looking at my size of my family. I'm looking mm-hmm. at where we going and what we need. I'm going to pay that extra tax because guess what? This house right here, okay, <laughs> it's going to hey. be giving me an extra 4,500 a month. Why wouldn't I get that? I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm having fun. It's so important though, because, you know, people want, like I said, I got mine in 2019 of 4.75. 5% actually it's not a bad interest rate. It's just bad. It's just like, I can't really explain it, but it's like, dang, 
it, it's I only bad I due to I the comparables of how low it dropped. That's the only reason why it's bad. Hey, I wish I would have been first in line because the first 10 people, they got steak. But now mm-hmm. they got steak and I got to get chicken. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, hey, I wish I would have bought a house. 2020 was the best year to buy a house or refinance. 2020 was the best. I bought mine in 2019. Mm. But 2020 was the best year to buy a house and refinance. 2021 was the best year to sell your home. Hey, we got some sellers in the building, baby. And that's the thing. Both of them on the left is my witness and and God is my witness. I was in both of those areas and I was going to refinance my last home to rent it out. I did the mm-hmm. risk reward factor, and I was like, I might as well strike right. why the iron's yeah, hot. Yeah, exactly. I sold it in 18 hours. Crazy. And then the same time, I and it all worked out. But me and, and Colin and Crow, mm-hmm. we all sat there, and I was like, I could rent it, but, man, this is crazy right but now. The market is the way, yeah, you the way the market was. Yeah, when the iron's hot. Exactly. Yeah, all, everybody got a plan until they punched in the face. I had a great mm-hmm. plan to keep in that Ohio house forever, but I got punched right. in the face, and it was a good punch. That was the, It wasn't yeah. the... Great punch. Right. I got punched. I'm with you, bro. Yeah, I got punched too. Cause I'm like, hey man, you might as well. Cause the way the yeah, cause you try to argue. So Colin tried to argue like, keep the house. We gotta have houses forever. Like that sounds yeah. good, but we got another play to make. And ultimately, right. when the play all makes sense, why hold out on the play? Because mm-hmm. I, I put the house up at 12 p.m. noon, and at four, the phone didn't stop ringing. That's the that's the play I want to make. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we at with it. What other questions y'all got, man? Let me mute, man. I'm talking too much. I mean, honestly, she answered everything that needed. She already came prepared. We didn't even have to send her the questions. If somebody yeah, was, if you was, if you was on here and you weren't taking no notes, you wasting your time. We gonna, we gonna post it for y'all to run it back. But man, I'm gonna tell y'all. I'm gonna tell y'all. Was substantial. You listen, if y'all listening, man, right? Listen to these words. Ubiquitous assimilation, right? That means absorb everything everywhere. I'm going to say it again, ubiquitous assimilation, absorb everything everywhere. All this knowledge that we're giving y'all, take it in. Because don't take it for granted. We're giving it to y'all right now for nothing. Just take it and do what you want with it. Y'all feel I me? I got a question, though. I got a question. I'm going to switch it back. The word you just said, bro, we ain't, college is over. But anyway. <laughs> what you mean, bro? Yo, bro, I can't believe it, you can be there, but. Ubiqu- whatever, bro. No, ubiquitous assimilation. Text me that and spell it the right way, y'all. I'm calling people calling you out. Bro, I got you, bro. Look, assimilate means to absorb, right? Yes, sir. Ubiquitous. The ubiquitous is what got me. Why? The way I got it now. I'm going to use that word every day. Now. Oh, okay. But listen. It's everything everywhere. <laughs> Shakita, right. let me ask you a question. And this is something that I've observed from watching you and watching your, your, your moves and everything you do. Um, as mm. my supervisor would say, black girl magic, right? Now, you were killing it in the real estate game. Right. Mm-hmm. And I always talk about multiple streams of income. You have your brand is crazy. I don't know if you millennial loan officer. I don't know if you the boss lady. I don't know if you still Shakita from East Florence. You feel what I'm saying? So when you branched out and started hitting these different avenues, one, that's a lot of work. You just you, you came on talking about rental. I mean, housing and loan. That's already enough in itself. I know you got the planners. I know you started the YouTube. Um, you do public speaking. How do you manage all that? And, and yeah, just how do you manage all of that? And what made you branch out into those different avenues? Right. So I'm kind of like, um, so I'm going to give you, I'm going to do a quick spill. 
But I want to say something to our viewers. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Before I leave on today, you guys can go ahead and start like dropping questions that you have for all of us. But I'm going to go ahead and talk. But y'all go ahead and drop the questions and then we'll answer those towards the end. All right. So, so if you have a question while I'm going through my spiel, you guys make sure you drop your comment. It's very hard to get in contact with me. So this is your full opportunity. All right. So basically, I'm like purpose driven. So I like kind of like wake up with stuff in my head. So I went to, um, I got my undergrad from Coastal. Um, so when I went to Coastal, how I started with the nonprofit, my junior year of college, well, when I went to Coastal, I was crazy. I was like, <laughs> I would party all the time. Like, I party. Do you hear me? I party. But I always made sure that I did the bare minimum to keep my scholarship because I knew that I didn't have anyone at home. Like, I literally, I had my Impala. I had to, like, borrow $25 for somebody to get me down there. Um, and then my mom didn't want to stay overnight. She drove back. My Impala, I used to, like, pull over on the side of the road. And um, they had, like, this switch that I brought from AutoZone. I had watched the guy, this guy fix it one time. So every time my car would run hot because the fan kept breaking that goes on with Impalas, I would like hot wire it on the side of the road. But anyways, went to college, <laughs> you know, made it do what it do. Like, as soon as it started, the thing started going up, okay, let me go and get another switch and, yeah. and fix. But anyways, went to college, we had to do this um, like community service. We had to do this course. Um, community service, you gotta do like 10 hours or something like with a, a kid from school. So I went to this middle school called Whitmore Park in Conway. And so I was working with this little girl. Anyways, her mom died when she gave birth to her. She was in the eighth grade and she was raised by her dad, but her dad was a truck driver. Long story short, I bonded with her because I was like, dang, like, you know, when I was a teenager, I didn't have guidance. And so I became her mentor. So I found a hidden passion for helping young people. So that led me to create my nonprofit, Ladies Divine to Shine which is 501c3 tax exempt. That means that I can get federal grants for this program. When people donate to my organization, I provide them with the forms at the end of the year so they can file it on their taxes. Everything is squeaky clean from the dot to I cross the T. I'm very high profile. So what I mean by that, I know the people that are professional, I can hang with them. The people, you know, from the hood, you know, I've hung in trap houses. I, I know drug dealers. I know lawyers. I know doctors. I, I know everybody. And the reason that I say that is because of my background, the reason why I dot my I's and cross my T's, because it's always anonymous people that's going to file reports on you or make up lies and allegations. So what I do in a nutshell is not easy, which I will tell you guys how I do it. Um, so I got my, I started my nonprofit. So I run my nonprofit. I started my nonprofit through, through something that I had to do to get my degree. So that's how I started, graduated college. Okay, cool. How I got into the military, somebody was like, hey, we're getting some extra money um, for our tuition. We're getting a $9,000 refund check. How you getting that, girl? Oh, I signed up for the military with the National Guard. Send me where to sign up at. And then I went and signed up. For the females that are interested in joining the military, you know, that's how I got my VA loan. And the reason why I say females, I'm going to tell you why I said that. I got my VA loan um, and I had got my GI Bill while I was in school. Now, the VA loan would help me get my house. But um, I've ran into a lot of um, 
men in in the military with in, in high leadership positions that take advantage. And so I never experienced like somebody like um, raping me or anything like that. But the reason why I bring this up when I say the military, like he was like, I, well, I was teeny, like I was real small. And I was like, hey, I want to join the military. And he was like, okay, um, let me see your phone. And um, I was like, what the word? He was like, I want to see some pictures. So I'm 19 years old. I'm 19, a man like 40 years old. So anyways, the military is good to join. But the reason why I tell you guys that, how I got in the military, it was money motivated. Like I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'm gonna get this money to pay for school. It's money motivated because I didn't have a family. Military is good to join, but make sure that, you know, you have, make sure that you have boundaries with yourself. Like, oh, he was like, I want to see some pictures. And I was like, oh, I don't have, I don't have any pictures, but you give a person a little bit so that you don't go in a, you don't go in defense mode. So I was like, hey, I got though. Here you go, because I ain't got nothing explicit on Facebook. But then I got into the military. Then I graduated. How I started Price Professional Services, I got pregnant with my daughter. Um, mm -hmm. When I got pregnant with my daughter, I was in a master's program. I started having bad headaches. I started making D's and F's while I'm in a master's program. So I graduated college. I started a nonprofit in Florence. I started a master's program online. Flunked out. Well, I didn't flunk out. I went ahead and withdrew because I was like, this isn't me. So the pregnant me was different. Long story short, I came up with a game plan. Most of the time, when people withdraw from school, they say they're not going to go back because they was pregnant. Everybody in my family, oh, we so disappointed. How did this happen? We had hopes for you when they don't have 50,000 babies. Mm -hmm. I ain't accomplished nothing. And everybody want to live through me. So when I'm pregnant, they're like, oh, how did this happen? <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Well, one thing about me, I wrote down, I, I researched some stuff. I was like, dang. I want to, I don't want to go online no more. I want to go in person and USC it's a privilege as a African-American to get in their social work program. They have less than 10% students that are African-American in this program. And then now I got a D or F on my transcript. Well, I wrote it out. So you guys have to plan. How do you do it? You plan it out. I found out I was pregnant with April. I think it was June. I was doing research while I was pregnant. I was like, what school I'm going to go to? I said, USC. They don't start accepting applications until December 12th. So I was supposed to have my baby that day. So I wrote down December 23rd, submit your application. We in June, y'all. We in June. I have my baby. I was supposed to have her on the 12th. And I'm writing on my reminders, start your application for grad school. On the 23rd, I submitted it. So you have to plan in advance. So that's how I got in grad school. And I was like 200 pounds after my daughter. So now we talking about health. So I, I had low self-esteem. I was like, oh my God, I got so big. Like I always thought, oh, I want to be bigger. I want to be thick. And then when I was like 200 pounds, I was like, oh no, this ain't me because I'm small, I'm petite, which everybody got what size they want to be. But I right. didn't like it. So I woke, my baby, she woke up every two hours until she was three years old. Every two hours until she was three years old. So we talking about me being a zombie. So I would drive back and forth. You guys don't know Florence. I would drive back and forth an hour and 30 minutes. Three days a week, I would drive back and forth an hour and 30 minutes to Columbia. But because I didn't like my weight, I would wake up about five o'clock. I would stop by the gym, Planet Fitness at six. I would work out from six to seven. Had to be in class by 8.30. So at seven o'clock, I would take a shower at Planet Fitness, 
by um, by um, 7.15, I'd be in my car driving to school. I did, I'm not a good, I wasn't a good writer. I wasn't a good writer. I wasn't a good speaker. We had to write 15 to 20 page papers. On top of that, we had to do an internship. I couldn't supplement my income. How could I make some money? I'm a full-time mom. I'm driving back and forth. I can't work. I got too many papers to do. So I started Price Professional Services. That's why I offer the affordable resume services, EIN paperwork, LLC, nonprofit legalization. I only started Price Professional Services August 2016 to supplement my income as a hobby. I did not know that this business would make me a minimum of $5,000 a month. Now that's what it do for me, but that just came. So whenever I create these businesses, I don't realize what's going to come behind it. But now at the age that I am, I, I realize that wherever you, whatever you water, it grows. So that's price professional services. Now, whatever you water, it grows. I, I had to cut you off. You on mute. What, I, uh, not no more. Uh, whatever uh, you <laughs> water, it grows. It grow. I ain't on mute hey. no more. Huh? Uh. Right. Ah. <laughs> that's how I got price professional services. Ladies Divine to Shine, the community service. That's how that happened. And then, you know, I was doing credit consultations. Credit consultations led into realtors wanted me to come to their events and host workshops about credit because most people have issues with credit. With that, that led me into being a loan officer. Being a loan officer, you know, I'm, I'm doing something that nobody has ever been able to do. Last year, they had five people that was voted as top mortgage lenders, um, that was nominated as top mortgage lenders. And it was four men, one female, which is me. Mm. Four white men, I'm the only black person, the only black person, the only female, and all of them had five, 10 years experience in the industry, and I only had one year. And let's not talk about, I'm the youngest. Everybody mm. is above 40 years old. And I was 29 at the time. And so being a loan officer led me into launching my loan officer academy where I teach other individuals how to make six figures. But not only that, how can they help their community? I only started the loan officer academy because I have so many people that say, hey, I want to be a loan officer. Or I have so many clients that come to me. And because I didn't know that I would blow up overnight, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready, so I lost so many clients. Now, most of my clients have really good reviews, but I have clients that have came to me and I lost them. And I lost them because I didn't even remember. I'm like, congratulations, you got a house. They're like, yeah, I reached out to you and tried to get a house, but something happened. That's why I have my website now because I have systems in place, but I wasn't, I wasn't ready. So you got to have systems in place and you got to be able to plan. Like with my daughter, Amina, she has a business. And with her business, she sell little girls apparel and she also sell like other merchandise. And so last year I seen a bus on Facebook. So this is something that I'm, I'm, I'm telling everybody who's on here. I seen a bus, no, I, I don't know. I seen an ice cream truck or something. And I was like. Oh, damn, she keep it going, y'all. Where'd she go? But we're gonna we gonna try to get it back right now. But we talking about it. She was talking about the bus. Something about to pop up, but we don't know what it was. I don't know what happened. She was on the tear, but I'm gonna tell y'all this. She said three things. She said she blew up overnight. There she go. Yeah. 
she did not blow up overnight. She went through everything she went through in life to help her blow up when her time came. You know, none of this shit happens overnight. I promise. Ain't no, ain't no quick. Yeah, we we hold. Yeah, we got. We holding you down. We say, yeah, we got you. This my person. I was on my personal phone. My personal phone went dead, so I'm on my business phone now. So what we gonna, gonna do? Guess what we gonna do? We gonna go. You, you, you back. We we done. You back. You back. From the ice cream truck. Keep going. Keep going. Hustle lines, baby. Y'all help me out. Where was I? Oh yeah. So with my dad. The ice cream truck is somewhere above. Yeah. You had said a false statement. You had said a false statement though. Yeah. You you about to say something, Jordan? I'm just saying you said a false statement. What what I say? You said I blew up overnight. No, the hell you did. No, I know no. you for real. I know no. you before we got to the ages of 20 plus. So no. you ain't blow up overnight. Everything you went through made you get where you need to be when your time came. That was your fucking time. You ain't blow driving, up overnight. Driving them hours and you ain't blow up overnight. Saying, I ain't even talking about that, Colin. See, you talking about college and shit. I, I know her in high school. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Yeah, college is, is cleaned up a little bit. It's a little, yeah, little, yeah. little clean around the edge. Go right. ahead, though. You were talking about, you were talking about right. the bus talking about and your dog. And, and, and the ice cream but, truck. But, but you know what? But I want to piggyback on that, and I'm going to jump back on the thing with my daughter. So you're right. So it, as long as you're doing a work, the success is going to follow. And so I didn't know by me doing community service, I was giving back to the, um, I was giving back to the community because that was my heart. Now that attracts people, they want to work with me. They want me to help them get a house. My sister trying to fix my eyelash. My <laughs> so they want me to help them get a house because I probably donated to them. I probably gave them some clothes. I probably helped get their child hair done with back to school. So those are investments, but it's never money driven. When you do something because you're passionate about it, then you you're going to get a bigger reward. And so... um everything that I do, it all end up tying back into it. And it all goes back to social work and proving the quality of life of others. Like people ask, you don't do anything with your degree? I do. I still have five clients that I counsel every week. I counsel clients that have like anxiety, depression, and different things like that. So I still have five clients that I work with. My degree is still active and I'm currently pursuing my clinical degree as well. That's just for job security. Right now I'm 100% commission. That goes back to when clients come to me I give them a full blueprint and then they go run off with somebody else and get a house. So those early mornings and those late nights, those, that 40 hours that I invested to, into you and you went to another lender, I did all that for free. So I want you to imagine going to work for a week and not getting paid. Preach. And you have to provide. So that's what it is. And, and that's what I, you know what I'm saying? That's what I deal with. But um, back to my daughter with a mini pretty paint. Basically, I seen an ice cream truck. I don't know where we was at. And I was like, Mina, you want to do that? It was like June of last year. But I, I didn't ever like do anything else with it. And then this past like November or December, I was on Facebook and I seen a bus. And the, and the girl had turned the bus into a, um, a hair salon. And so I was like, dang, that's cool. And so about three weeks ago, my mom, she, she sells like, um, like different female apparel and stuff like that. She go to the flea market on the weekend. And so I was like, hey, I'm coming to get the baby, my daughter. And she was like, she's here with my grandfather. Now, my grandfather is old money. But anyways, I get there, and he got a bus. So now we're going back in the back of my head. We going, It's a bus, and it got alphabet on it. And it says Earthland Produce. So he already got a storefront in, um, in North Carolina, like a produce stand. Now, mind you, let me tell y'all something. I purchased land for my birthday last year 
trying to do a produce store and uh, this neighborhood had to go through zoning and they denied everything and I was just fighting. But so I'm gonna let y'all know. So a lot of plans, I wanted to build a duplex. They wouldn't let me do that and do the store. The store is eligible, but the community denied it. But that's neither here nor there. So my grandfather with the fresh produce, he was like, well, do this on your lane. So I was like, okay, cool. But then when I seen this bus, I started thinking. It had like ABCs on it. And I was like, you know how the ice cream trucks come and you hear the noise and stuff like that. And I was like, granddad, how you, how, why these, um, it was some coconuts. I was like, he was like, they 50 cent a piece, two for a dollar. I was like, hold on, why are they so cheap? He was like, well, go to the farmer's market in Columbia, you get all this. And I was like, how, how people pay for it? He was like, food stamps. I said, okay. So I started thinking, he said, ice cream. I said, I wonder how much is this bus? He said, $1,500. I said, okay. So a lot of people don't know this. So now, so this is how it comes in my head, right? This is something last June, then that happened in December. So I can pay $1,500 for a bus, get it wrapped with Amina Prissy Pants. Food stamps are always around. I was like, well, how long you take to get your money? As soon as the person put their food stamp card in, they can swap the money, swipe, the money goes straight to your bank account. Mm -hmm. And so, like, do you know how much money that is? So if you do smoothies in the summer, you know, or fresh watermelon, you pull up in the hood, or you even pull up at the park, people got to cash. You about to cash out. Oh, God. Cash out. <laughs> Now, yeah. let's think about this. There are so many teenagers that need community service hours. I mean, parents that want their kids to be involved with someone that they can learn from, leadership, business skills, whatever it is. So with my nonprofit, I didn't know my nonprofit 501c3. I didn't know me doing that seven years ago. Now I can get teenagers as interns to run the ice cream, to run this ice cream truck for free because they're getting skills from me that I've built over the years, recommendation letters and all kinds of stuff because they're getting on the job training. And so that's why I go back to say like, what you do now determines your life in five years. The seed that you plant today, I do time blocking. So when say, I- Wait, 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 Shakita, run that back, run that back, man, run that back one oh. more time. What, what you do today determines yeah. your life in five years. So whatever seed you planting, think about five years ago when you can even go back to two years ago. Two years ago, somebody probably said, I want to buy a house, but my credit not good. If you want to start paying your bills on time two years ago, your credit would be good now. You've been Ooh. in the game right now. She would have been in the game right now. So whatever it is that you want to do, take the first step and do something. Don't whining about it. It's not going to make it happen. So, I don't deal with wine. It's not, I have bad anxiety, really bad anxiety, right? And so how I keep my anxiety down, I have clients call me and I can feel they so, so I tell them, I say, hey, I'm here to help you. Let me ask you a question. Do you got anxiety? They're like, yeah. I was like, I got anxiety too. And I can't help you if you trigger mine. So this is what we gonna do. We gonna focus on the solution yeah. And we're not going to focus on the problem. That's yeah. the only way I'm going to be able to help you is if we focus on that. Oh, I don't know what to do. My car broke, you know, my car messing up and I need to get a car. Okay, let me tell you something. A car can stop you from getting a house. A house can't stop you from getting a car. 
Come on, stop playing so, with them. Stop playing. The Come on, man. Let's go ahead Facts. and get Oh, well, I, I, I got the car is paid for. I need another one. Okay, then. Well, go and see how you can sell that car and, and see how you can buy another one. It ain't got, I want this kind of car, though. Well, you're going to have to get something else until you can. Sometimes you got to make these uncomfortable decisions to get in a comfortable situation. You got to do something that you don't want to do to get where you really want to be. And people don't understand that sacrifice. I wake up now at five o'clock in the morning because I want my body to look a certain way. I'd rather sleep. I, I'd rather sleep. I, I'd rather sleep and have to get up at five o'clock. But I know that the reward on the other side is so much greater. Mm. Do what you got to do Preach. now. Oh and and as, every time you procrastinate, you set yourself further back from accomplishing your goals. One God, day you, damn, Shakira, you yeah. got the booth on fire right now. I don't even know if we got anything else to say, my guy. Guess what I'm finna do? I'm about to go downstairs and work out. Listen, you, oh my God, yo, it, it's hot in here. And I, I want to say, because I like pop my shit, Shakita. We from Florence. So all you New Yorkers and little rockers, Excuse me? we from Florence. Hey, hey don't do that. Man, I'm from yeah, Brooklyn. God, we from Florence. So when don't I see that, that drive okay? and that energy, we trying to get out of Florence. See, y'all, is that, I understand man, that. That's crazy. Listen, oh my, everybody dropping bombs in the chat. I'm looking for questions. They, You dropping so many bombs. I'm, hey, like, yeah, 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 we got a couple more minutes. Listen, I want to, I definitely want to hit on that though. Um, when you posted that one post about how you know we we know how we I read do. that one. I read that one. I sent it to them boys. I said, "Yo, which one? Tell me, tell me." The one, one where you said how you was you started out like because I'm you know we hustlers. So when you started out giving the consultation for the twenty five dollars because you had the Audi A seven and fifteen dollars and fifteen dollars resumes and stuff too. You feel me? Because you had the Audi A seven, you mm -hmm. was looking like it, but you didn't really have it. And mm -hmm. I sent that to them boys like, "Yo, this is our last guest for the month of March." Because I mean, obviously, yeah. I, I mean, in my mindset. Every day is black history. Every day is women's right. history. Every day is always. whatever we wanted to be. Powerful, beautiful black day. women. Always. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even play them games on Black History is only February or women's history is only March. No, right. I'm from a woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My woman made me a, a beautiful daughter. That's going to be a woman. So we don't even play them games. But for the sake of the people who like that shit, you know what I'm saying? We got to play the game. But now, hell now, every day is black history. Every day is women's history month. So. At the end of the day, like when I sent them, I was like, yo, this is the person we interviewing at the end of the month. Cause you know, Chris is real big in the mortgage loan and we're gonna hook him up. He wanna come to your academy or maybe tell okay. you. Yeah, he's gonna be he gonna, gonna be that front, that front and center. He's gonna be there. He wanna he he that's yeah. his thing. You feel me? Yes, it um, is. So I was like, yo, instead of talking to these people that we don't know, because you know there's a lot of false prophets on Instagram and, and Facebook, and they always do everything but ain't doing shit. I got a master's degree in marketing, so I can make everything look good. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So, you know what I'm right. saying? I know for a fact Shakita was we ain't gonna you, you posted it a couple times about a couple of your incidents. You I know her, you feel what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah. yo, bro, I got somebody that I truly know who actually doing the damn thing that can hook you put you in the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So man, that's just fire. Yeah. But look, check it though. I want to say real quick that what our our people get messed up, they get it misconstrued when they come to us looking for like a handout and they feel like we being rude. We're not being rude. We just on a different mentality, a different headspace to where we tell you exactly what it is, but they're not ready to accept the brutal, honestly, truth that if you're not prepared, you're not ready, you don't got the mindset to come get in the game. I'm going to tell you like, yo, I got to see you later because I'm on a different mission. We're not on the mm -hmm. same page. But she made a good point. She said she gets up at 5 a.m. every morning because she doesn't like 
how her body is. Correct? Right? Correct. No, so, so I, you said it wrong. I get up at five o'clock every morning because I want my body to look a certain way. Exactly. So, so you know, I so I, I like my body, don't get me wrong, but I don't know if you know this, but when people have kids, some women, their skin can go back, like it goes back to time. But I ended up being, <laughs> I ended up being 200 pounds. So when I ended up being 200 pounds, that means that my skin stretched. So even though I'm back a nice size, I want abs, but it's gonna be hard to get abs because I got loose skin. And I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not getting a tummy tuck, I'm not getting cut. I'm not going undergoing a major surgery to get cut. So by me going to the gym and lifting weights, that's gonna tighten, you know, my, cause I'm gonna be in Jamaica tomorrow. Yeah, shout out to J.A., you already know. I'll be in Jamaica tomorrow and I wanna, you know, but anyway, so I wake up at five o'clock and that goes, discipline like whatever it is i used to wake up and i used to do loans every morning at five o'clock like i used to do loans when i wake up and when i go to sleep it wasn't no gym i mean i barely had time for my daughter and like yeah. when we talk and when we talk about dating like baby if you want to date me and talk to me I, you have to sit right here while i'm on this computer with these loans and so mm. loans are like mm. you know it, it loans took over my life at that time but now i, I work out five days a week I still do activities with my daughter. Some of the stuff I outsource. So when it comes to eating, I, I pay well, a relative that I support with meal prepping. You know mm. what I'm saying? I still run my, but I run my yeah. other businesses behind every successful person is a successful team. Oh my God. Hey, don't say go that again. Don't go into the team. Don't go into the team. Hold up, man. Say it again. She got to say that again, bro. She could. That, that's a, that's, the team person. is so important. Yeah. She I let her say it, bro. Let us say it again. Let me mute. Let me mute. Let me mute. Mute your mic. Call it. Call it. Yeah. Yeah. Talking, bro. Mute your mic. Right. So behind every successful person is a successful team. So when we go back into the uh, the all the flyers that I post, I have a marketing digital person that creates my flyers. Mm. They create them. They they create my flyers, and I say, hey, I like this or I don't like this, and so they understand my personality. I'm just not throwing crap out there, and so that goes back to with my loan officer academy and things like that. Like after I have my meetings with my students, I don't sit there and email all that stuff out. I'm busy managing my business. I'm not working in them. When we go to my LLCs, my EINs and resumes. Hold on, hold on one second. Can you hold that thought? You just said, oh my God. Oh my God. She said, I'm too busy managing my businesses. I'm I'm not not working in them. Come on, man. But now I'm gonna ask you this, Shakita, before you go to the next one, because we in the same boat. You had to learn how to work them first before you manage them to know that somebody not shitting you. Right, and you, know and you definitely have to Come because on, you have to pay somebody. You have to pay somebody. So you you have to pay these people. Oh, damn. She get it going again. Where'd she go? Not again. <laughs> she going again. Hey, the booth's but so hot. She back, she back. Nobody's going to do it how you do it. So sometimes people fall short, right? Yeah. So when they fall short, or when something gets high profile or, or something is not going right, I gotta know how to do it because I gotta be able to jump in. I jump inside my businesses when I have to, but I manage them for the most part. But you gotta, you you know when it's time to get a team. And yes. you're gonna go through different team people. I went through Say like it again. You're gonna go through different team people. People gonna oh, get yeah, hired, people gonna get fired. People. Yeah, people gonna quit. People gonna leave. I get in, I get people to sign NDAs now. People gonna leave everything that you taught them 
and they're going to go and duplicate what you taught them. You know what I'm saying? Become a competitor. But now I have my paperwork where you have to sign it if you're working for me. You know what I'm saying? And I have an attorney. Like I have, I have so many people. Like at one point, I only had to worry about hood people. Oh, well, I know Shakita this, that, and the third. How is she doing this, that, and the third? That was one point. But I have the professional world where people are intimidated. Like, well, how is she doing this and that? And so I dot my I's and cross my T's and I have my attorney that looks over, that oversights all of my businesses along with, um, I, I have my business trademark. I didn't want to pay. I didn't want to pay. I have to pay so much money to be able to protect my assets. But you're going to have a successful team behind you. Everybody that's successful, they're putting in work. They're putting in work. They're managing their businesses. And you know, they still got to oversee their team. And with my team, I mean, I went through so many people. I mean, it's ridiculous. But I'm not going to only say, like, some of my workers that I went through that wasn't good workers. But I taught myself how to be a leader. Because I always, sometimes we forget, like, why wasn't this done or why? When you're no longer working in it, you have these, you have these really high expectations for your team while they're working under extreme situations. So now I know how to be, cause I'm real big on accountability, but I know how to be a better, a better leader for my team. Now, when you're a good leader, you're going to have good team members, but some team members just not going to be good. They but when you, good. when you're a good leader, you can have better team members. And so, yeah, I got a whole team behind me that, you know what I'm saying? They run everything and they know to go and look for an answer before they come to me and say they got a problem. And when they come to me, hey, how you do this? I don't tell them. I say, did you look? Tell me what you you tried. Tell me what you found already. You're going to come with the problem and they're going to come with the solution at the same time. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell you one thing. When they come, I need I need you to tell me what you did. Like, hey, I can't find this. Okay, did you look here? Mm-hmm. What, my heart tell is me full. what you did. Yeah. Uh, that's how we do it. We broke yeah. the internet with this one. My heart is full because is it? No, I got to do some firing. <laughs> <laughs> we got to let some people go. She, um, but listen, you know, and and that's that's the big thing. And and uh, I mean, really, honestly, and, and shout out to my team even though it has nothing to do with the Hustle Smarter team or the NC Trucking team, but shout out to the Air Force team. I was out since December 21st till March 14th. My team is still number one. And I'm talking about like, I wasn't even involved type. I ain't look at the phone or none of that. So that just shows the beauty of the team, leading the team while you're there, but also your team taking care of you. The team is the all you have. And I'm real big on that. And I think people think I'm crazy when I say certain things because Ultimately, one of my things, and I'm sure you probably got to this point, Shakita, is if I got to do it myself, why are you here? And I hate saying that because I feel like it's degrading to a person. But at the same time, if I have to tell you what to do and then do it for you and show you. Now, I did take a minute to I had to learn to this is what I expect you to do or this is what I'm asking you to do and leave my hands off because I'm that guy who I'm going to tell you how to do it. But I'm gonna just do it because I'm just used to the doer and the right, everything. Right. But at the same time, it's not that hard, like for certain situations. So that helps me out because we're in a situation now to where it's like, you know, some people ain't going to make the cut. They're just not going to make the cut. And it's nothing personal, but everybody who knows me and Colin's real good at it. Colin knows me very well. And he doesn't pay me attention a lot of times because it comes off as being just an asshole. And it is what it is. 
but he understands my thinking. And it's not that I'm trying to be, I'm not here to put myself on a pedestal as far as ego. I don't even feed my ego. I feed my soul. Your ego going to get you in trouble every time. Everything I do mm-hmm. is my soul. Mm-hmm. But he understands that I want the best product in front of the customer at all times. So that may be that conversation like, hey, I made this flyer. Man, that shit is garbage. I don't know how to say sometimes like, hey, yo, that ain't it. No, sometimes it's just going to come out on a Friday night. Man, that shit trash. You really about to put that shit out? You know, so he understands it. And my team, and I know you have to do, oh my God, I'm done. Yo, you killed it. Oh yeah, communication. Listen, <laughs> communication <laughs> is key. They have this thing just to drop. They have this thing called Toastmasters. And so Toastmasters help like the young generation, like help them with public speaking skills and stuff like that. But for me, like I'm so deep on like with my conscious. So I might see a flyer, like me and somebody was doing an event and it was like, oh, I get the fire done. And I was just thinking like, you know, all the flyers that this person posts is ugly. And I don't want them to do the flyer. That's what I was saying to myself. And then they just did a flyer and I was like, oh, that like is so ugly. Like I'm not posting that. And so I was like, I just be like, oh, thank you so much, you know, for taking the time, you know, to do the flyer. I'm just, that looks, I don't even say it look good. Thank you for taking time to do the flyer. <laughs> um, I'm going to see if I can get, you know, a similar one done that matches my flyer styles that I already have. Cause I, you know, I like my stuff to look a certain way. And, and I mean, it's still kind of insulting, but you know, I always think sometimes if I text somebody back, or something like I always read. Like after I write something, I, like sometimes people say, "Hey, I want a house," and I'd be like, "Hey, I'd be happy to assist you. What's your full name?" But but now I say, "Hey, thanks so much for reaching out to me. My team and I will be excited to help you. Let's go ahead and get started." So I'm always like thinking, like, what can I add to make sure that this person you know, is not offended and they feel welcome. Because ultimately the, the customer runs the business. I can just say, hey, go book a, go, hey, here's the link, go ahead and apply. You understand, yeah. but that, that comes with just communication skills with. It's not personable. Yeah. It's a they machine. Wanna, they want to feel personal. I'm going to tell you right now, even when I was doing things, even before Hustle Smarter, because even Hustle Smarter started out as a team, so that's all respect there. But when I was doing other things and trying to do things, I would tell people all the time, and I learned that through the Air Force, shout out to them, because they do pay me very well. Um, but that was my number one thing. I'd be like, yo, my team going to get back with you. I was the team, but when I said, hey, somebody from my team will get back with you, it put someone at ease to not make them feel that I was putting them off. It was me responding back at midnight. But mm-hmm. I just know that at 2 p.m., I couldn't respond at that time. So when I said, right, right. yo, my team going to get back with you, it was just me. But ultimately, mm-hmm. we got to build the team because the team is going to make sure we all eat. Everybody mm-hmm. ain't meant to be a boss, but sometimes the right. worker get paid just as much or more than the boss. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, but like you said, you 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 only as strong as your team. You only your team got team. a wink link. Yeah, you, you weak. Go. Exactly. They got to only as strong as your weakest fight. link. And, exactly. and it's only it's only so far. And, and I'm sure Shakita, you got to go in a second. It's only so far you can bring someone to match your energy. Right. Yeah, it is. And and I had team, I had people that cry. And you know, like I'm always thinking, like, did I do something to somebody? Did I do something wrong? And it's just like some of them days I just don't be with that bullshit. Like <laughs> it, I, uh, for real though, you gotta keep it a hundred. Yeah, everybody everybody play the victim, people. yo. Everybody's yeah. victim. I'm always feeding people ego. Hey, I come in if something ain't done, and I'm just like, hey, the first thing I want to say, why this ain't done? 
I'd be like, hey, how you doing today? You know, checking in. Like, I got to remind myself, check in with them. Okay, well, what do you have on your task list for right, today? Right. Let me ask you know, this. I try to so, do that. So, so, but so, some of them days, I'm like, hey, what's up? Hey, okay, sound like a plan. Let me get right on up into it. This mm. person was missed. This wasn't done. This wasn't done. Why that? Now everybody crying. But let but me let tell me, you. I got I one seen question. People, I'm saying free lunch, saying bonus money. Feeding your ego every day. The day I don't feel like it. The day right, now you now I'm the worst boss or the worst leader. You don't want to work for me because I'm telling you something you ain't want to hear. I'm tired of feeding it, feeding it to that. <laughs> Most of the time, I'm like, okay, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But sometimes it ain't every there. now and then, I just be like, listen, this is what we gonna do, and this is what we ain't gonna do. Ooh. That's it. But this is what we gotta do. We gotta keep it a hundred all the time. And like, like we said, we will talk about all the time. You gotta know your personnel. You may have to talk to that person. Like, yo, it's okay. It's not bad. It's not. And then you got the other people. Like, yo, this shit suck. You gotta fix it. It's unacceptable. But we mm-hmm. gotta be like that. We gotta be uniform across the board. Everybody, regardless how they gonna take it. Cause well, that's the thing. Like with me, you know how I come off a hundred percent of the time. So when I do try to change it up and be accommodating to someone's feelings, it comes off as passive aggressive. So I yeah. can't win. Either I'm an so just keep it or I'm passive yeah. aggressive. So but I'd rather just know say, yo, this shit's some trash and this yeah. shit, you know what I'm saying? That's just me personally. But listen, they we got to get out of here. Shakita, That's we true. got one question for you, Roll. My man Kenny said, how did you find the right attorney that you trusted to work with? That was the question. That was the only question we got for you, Roll. I know you on the way to Jamaica. Right, 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 right. So how did I find an attorney? So this goes back to your, your sphere of influence. It goes back to your friends. And so um, one of my friends, well, she became my friend through a business relationship that we have. And I was like, girl, I'm not paying no attorney. I'm not getting no trademark because I don't want to spend my money on it. I don't need that. I'm not spending my money on that. And so I've struggled in my life with letting go, like just taking orders from other people. And so I struggle with it. But most of the time when people tell you something, you struggle with, you know, doing, doing, following what they say because it makes you uncomfortable because it's different. So anytime I feel that something is making me uncomfortable, I do. Because every time I do what makes me feel uncomfortable, it saves me in the end. And so what happened was she said, you need to get this attorney, XYZ. And I thank God that, and, and so she referred me to an attorney and, and I just went off her word. You know, I went off her word with the attorney and, you know, they had really good reviews. Um, so that that's just how it was attorney that she found. And I would have, because I, I wasn't looking for no attorney. I don't care about no attorney. I'm not paying no attorney, no thousand of dollars. I don't, I don't care. I'm not doing that. You do that. Yeah. I'll be like, why this girl want me to do all this stuff? I don't need this stuff. And, but that's how I found the attorney. I was referred to by a friend. So again, your sphere of influence, people that can tell you, you need to get this trademark. This is a gold mine. And thank God I did because I'm dealing with, you know what I'm saying, different legal issues. Not that I did anything wrong, but people that see what I do and they want to duplicate what I do or pick my brain or take my stuff and different things like that. So now I have that extra layer of protection, you know, to make sure that my businesses are protected. That's fine. That's fine. One key thing you said. I think for you, your best work comes from when you're uncomfortable. When you're too comfortable, you you in a lackluster state. You got to get uncomfortable. Take yourself out of your normal day-to-day activity 
to breed that best product because you uncomfortable. You're doing point. something different. Nothing fact. ever good came from a comfort zone. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a goat. I'm the best that ever did it and got away with it, but I don't know if I could say the same if I still was in Florence. Do you, that's, do that's you guys listen to Right. Do you guys listen to Eric Thomas? All the time. All, all the right, time. Right, right. And so I listen to him. So the mornings that I don't want to get up at five o'clock, I listen to him. So just like listening to like, you know, the different podcasts, and the Hustle Lounge like podcast said that she listened to that too, y'all. The Hustle Lounge, she playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I do follow you guys. I already know you was on the Soul Food yeah. Sunday a lot. We seen you. We, yeah. we seen yeah. the love. So I, I do follow you guys, but we don't have. Do we have any more questions? Do you guys have any? Yeah. Are we good? We know you got to get out of here. Um, we still yeah, want to make our plans. Yeah. When 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 the hustle when the hustle smarter team is in Florence, we gonna. I ain't gonna say what day we are gonna be there. I don't like people tracking my moves, but we are gonna yeah. be at her office. We might buy. We might buy an investment property that day for real, for real. And that's no kids or no cap or whatever the no young people cap. say. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, shout yeah, out. Maybe to- we can do like a um. We can do like a live, of course, like how we do mm. a live. But we maybe we can have like limited seating. Maybe like yeah. Um, because my my new place that I moved to, I have uh like four different offices in it, and then I have like a a big open room area. So we could limit to maybe like 10 people coming I'm in to get that. the live experience just to do something different, bring something different. This podcast is bringing you guys something different. Free so game, we have man. partial live and then, you know, some people will be able to come in. Yeah, I'm all, right. all about that. That's exactly what we're looking at doing. And we like yeah. linking with bosses who are already either in yeah. the move or getting there or on the way. And ultimately, yeah, I don't even look at, like, I look at the local people. We get on Instagram and we see people who are doing it from all over the world. But I know you personally. Like I said, I know mm-hmm. you. So us being able to relate to you is, if we on the, you, you on the come up. We on the come up. Right. We already did it. We just trying to get yeah, yeah. we on the come up. We appreciate yeah, and I, you. I, I appreciate you. For we real, appreciate man, your you know. time, man. Your time is well, valuable. Um, yeah. I tell you, the best thing that happened is we had to reschedule. That was the best thing yeah. that happened. When you hit me and said we had to reschedule, this, this was that different. was the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. Um, well, well, um, well, hey, way to end the month. Way to end the month, yo. Black History Month still. Women's History Month with Black you know what I'm saying? Magic. For sure, for um, sure, because you indubitably one of the top tier at what you do. Big words. I'm just saying, bro, we got to let them know <laughs> that hustle smarter, bro. We out here. <laughs> hey, listen, we dropped, you know her, we dropped her website, um, ShakitaPrice.com. I put con, sorry, my phone is weird. I got. A, I don't have the newest iPhone, I'm poor. But I put the comments in there. Um, we gonna, Y'all know how to find her. Y'all know how to find us. Please, please, if y'all looking for a home in whatever state she said, even if you're not in the state that she said, reach out to her because she already have given you the game that she's going to yeah. let you know what to do and what not to do. Facts. Um, check us out uh, April 30th, the Airbnb course. It's going to be yeah. fire. Tap in, tap, tap in. You, come on, man. Tap in. Check us out, man. We appreciate your time. We appreciate you coming on and rocking with us. Um, and that's all we have for today. This is going to drop yeah. in the next couple of hours. Dependency, my team has been letting me down. But <laughs> who we talking about though? Chris. Nah. <laughs> Chris is actually on vacation. Your team got your team got your back. Give them 24. You already hours. know. Yeah, nah, Chris they, is they, on yeah. vacation. They Chris just like they just like to pick on me because I'm the youngest, bro. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris is on vacation and he's here, so we respect that to the utmost. I, um, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, I ain't even asking no questions. I was too busy listening. It's I wasn't too much even, game. I wasn't even on the podcast today. I'm a listener, bro, because her shit was epic, bro. Like, and you ready to do that? So listen, we gonna, yeah. everybody that's listening, the audio and visual will drop before midnight tonight. Me and the team will get together and make all that work out. Uh, yeah. Shakita, enjoy your vacation in Jamaica. Yeah, have, have a good time. 30. You big thirty I, now. By the time you grew up, 
Um, (laughs) Everybody that's listening, we appreciate everybody for tapping in with us. This we will do better with, you know, pointing out. I'm I'm still the marketing part. I'm great at marketing for someone else's business, but for my own, I need my team. Um, Our team is solid though, and if it's just us three amigos, we're gonna make it work to the top. I know that's right. Yeah. But thank you guys so much. Safe travels. All right. Thank you guys for having me again. Y'all have a good night. All right. You too. Indubuli. How you say that? (laughs) You big with this sleep, bro. Hey, everybody that's still tapped in, man. Appreciate y'all for tapping in. Hey, man. Y'all know what to do, man. Where it's at, man. Hustle on the podcast, baby. It's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on the audio outlet soon. Shout out to my cousin. I I sat through the whole one. That's K Madison Designs. Can you please drop your information in there, please? She make all our designs, K Madison. Um, Shout Shout out out to her. Shout out to everybody that tapped in with it. I thought that was a great one. We're going to go ahead and, and, and do the edits oh, yeah. and get it right back yeah. out to the people for everybody who couldn't tune in. All we ask is that you like, share, comment, share it. Somebody needs to hear what she well, said. Yeah, man. Like, comment, subscribe, man. Y'all know what to do, man. Y'all watch all the other bullshit out there. Watch some real shit, 100%. Yeah. This is good. This is better than Will slapping Chris because this is yeah. real life. Y'all shared the hell out of that, though. <laughs> okay, I got I gotta hang up, y'all. Kylie gonna go crazy. <laughs> what? What is he talking about? Bro? What? What is he talking no, about? No, bro. I don't know, bro. We're gonna drop it on all, all outlets, man. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Jazz. Jazz, we coming to the city soon, man. Uh Chris said he hit you up for the interview and you didn't respond. We ain't telling nobody else. It's like iPhone 13. Uh but nah, appreciate everybody for tuning yeah, yeah. in. We're going to go ahead 100%. and get off this junk, get it set up. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, much will. love, much love. Hustle Smarter all day. Out of here. Let me, uh, um, yeah. you know, I don't know how to do it. Where you at? phone. We still live, bro. What's we wrong with We still live, that, Chris. Where you at? I'm on the way. Appreciate everybody, man. I don't, like, what's crazy, I don't even know how to exit out the live. I need my team. Oh, for Nah, Damn, don't. Right. Damn. I don't um, know either. This concludes another episode of the Hustle Lounge podcast. We'll catch you next time.